to another episode of Bitter and Jaded. I'm your host, Joshua Scott, and today I have with me a man who thinks more out of the box than that show from the 90s, my friend Jacob. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, Ashley, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure you were going to get the reference. I'm constantly singing that song. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't, I was actually going to do the full thing, no, you know, where you're like, that. you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm always singing that, and yeah. people are like, what are you talking about? Like, the best show that was on TV. Anyway, the creativity yeah, of that show, every time I like think about it, I'm like, oh my god, that, that show was so good for kids, and now it's, you know, those, but they're on TikTok now, so that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone someone did a trendsetter. What was it? The Blues Coos guy? Uh-huh. Blues Clues. Yeah. And like, no, ever, ever since he did like the trend where he brought everybody together or whatever, mm-hmm. like they did like a trend where they actually met up and like sung the song Oh, together. that's adorable. That's adorable. I'll tell you when uh, Steve got on that thing, I was like, uh, Steve remembers me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I love Steve. I remember when he went to college. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Steve. We're here to talk about Jacob. Right. So uh, tell people a little bit about yourself. A little bit about myself. Uh, hi, guys. How are y'all? A little bit about oh my myself. Um, I guess I'm an incredibly, like, introspective person, constantly thinking, constantly out of the box, fantasizing about different worlds. I'm just, like, incredibly crazy. Yeah. How about that? There you go. Yeah. That's good. That's but, good. Uh, but I'm also, like, a normal person, too, you know? Like, yeah. Deep I'll talk and play video games <laughs> and, like, go to the beach and go to the park and stuff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. So what's your life like been? What's your life been so far? Has it been good? Interesting? Weird? You know, it's weird because I guess you can define your own life. Yeah. You know, and like when things happen to you that are quote unquote bad, Mm -hmm. like it is kind of like what you define it because, you know, like I've been through a bunch of abuse from my childhood and then growing up and having an adult partner who was abusive. um, I try to like sit and think about like, how did that affect me and how is it good? How is it bad? I don't know. Yeah. It's all up to interpretation. Obviously it was miserable. Yeah. You know, like, but it kind I of, fucking hated it. It kind of forms who you are now. It does. Like, you wouldn't be the same person no, sitting across from me if it wasn't for I that I would be garbage. normal. I don't want to be normal. Yeah, why would you want That's boring. Why would you want to be... Normal people suck. Um, <laughs> so did you grow up around here? Uh, so I grew up in Midway. Yeah. Midway. I don't know if anybody probably knows where Midway is. Midway is between something and something. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's called Midway. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like a country boy. I played in the ditch and mm-hmm. ran in the woods <laughs> and swam in ponds. I ate dirt and licked swing sets. You know, like that was me, you yeah. know, like until like 10 when... Uh, my parents bought us like the GameCube, and I was like, "Video games? Yeah. What is this?" <laughs> and, we, and then we never went outside ever again. <laughs> yeah, we have the same origin story now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Growing up in Midway affected how you are. That yeah. country life. Yeah, so that's weird because, like, even now as like a twenty-five-year-old adult, I'm just like, I like the city because there's so many like things and stuff, but at the same time there's like this like loneliness because Mm -hmm. there's concrete and there's sidewalks and there's cars and the air quality is poop and like sometimes i just want to be able to go outside and there's a lake there and there's trees and there's a breeze and there's crickets and i mean kind of savannah's got a little bit of both yeah but i do miss the country a lot yeah yeah i can i can see that you know i uh, i'm always like terrified of the country only because of 
everything that's out there. Um, I don't hunt. I don't fish. I don't like, but I do like the wilderness. That's always mm-hmm. fun to be around. But also, I like to do stuff. So I think I always imagine like people are like, oh, would you want to live in a big city? Or would you live in like a super small town? The biggest city you can put me in, put me there because I got stuff I got to do. If my mind starts watering too much, I'll go completely insane. You know, I don't know how these people just sit out there for like twelve hours watching the cars go by. I would die. I, you would find me jumping in front of said I, car. I love the people watch. Yeah, that's a well, that's will, a sport on I its will own. People watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. I won't car watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I will happily have a cup of coffee and just watch people for two hours. Straight. Me and my grandmother used to go to the mall all the time. Um, the mall, you know, that we are always around. Yeah. Um, and uh, we would just go and we would sit. And we would get something to eat or whatever or something to drink. And me and her would sit and we would talk the most mess about whoever was walking past. <laughs> and it was the best. I think that is like a turning point in my life where I could realize like, because you hear conversation, I still do it. So I'm going to walk by. It's like that that TikTok or, or Vine or whatever it is. I'm old now. Uh, but it, the, the girl walks by and he's like, they were roommates. That's me all the time. <laughs> That's me all the time. Anybody will say anything and I'm just like, oh, can you believe she just said that to me? Oh my God. Like the whole time. No, I, I do love that. that. I do that. I do that. <laughs> you know, it's super, super fun. It's one of my favorite hobbies i don't think i answered your question though that's okay because you were like so how did what you said how did growing up in Bowie affect me so uh i grew up from a small town and people are very close-minded but um i guess because there's just something inside of me that was different Mm -hmm. that um i guess it it was good that i grew up in a close-minded city i guess (laughs) how long have you been outside of that close-minded city (laughs) Um, oh, when I was 18, I thought I would go to college. Yeah. Yeah. How'd that work out? <laughs> two semesters. Same. <laughs> two semesters. On my third, I dropped out. Mm-hmm. On my third, I think I went to classes for maybe like two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I just stayed in the dorms the rest of the semester. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't throw you out? <clears throat> no, they didn't throw me out. That's cool. But I didn't know that those dorms were like not... It was like this weird legal thing where like it was on campus, but it isn't campus. Uh-huh. I don't know. It was a whole weird thing. Huh. But nobody didn't throw me out. That's good. Because <laughs> that'd be bad because then you're out of school and you're out of a home. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, I moved back to Midway and then <clears throat> found a job in Savannah and then met somebody and then him and I went everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. So see that you know, just because you were grew up in a tiny little small town doesn't yeah. mean you have to stay small town. You don't have to do anything, <laughs> and then you can do everything. I'm always trying to constantly remind people. Yeah, you know, when people are like, "I have to," and I'm like, "I will be the devil's advocate <laughs> in in a good way and a bad way. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just fun, you yeah. know." But I'm like, "You don't have to." True. Well, someone in the work room yesterday was just like, "Man, I have to do this and this and that." And I'm like. You could just go home. I mean, true. That is always an option. And I kind of think about that sometimes, too, you know, because, like, man, I got to go to work. That's so but empowering, you, you don't though. don't have to. Because you have a choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and sometimes people don't feel like they have a choice, but I'm like, you do, mm-hmm. you know? Well, what's crazy about it, though, is, like, the society that we live in now is, like, that choice kind of becomes, like, harder. Like, I have to go to work. You have to go to work because you need money. You need money so you yeah. can survive. So if I just decide I'm not going to work anymore, now I have to deal with the repercussions of now I don't have that job. So now I don't have that money. So you don't now have I may the not stability. have stuff. Yeah. yeah. So it's like this weird thing. You kind of are pressured in to do. I wish it was one of those things where you're just like, you know what, man? I don't have to do that anymore. You're not my real mom or whatever. Just walk out. You <laughs> I was know? Like, that That's the utopia yeah. that I will talk about later. Yeah. What's it called? Um, I didn't watch Jetsons that much. Yeah. But you know, like in the Jetsons world where there was no money mm-hmm. and there was no jobs, like these people literally just did whatever they wanted. Yeah. Because that's like utopia. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> 
Well, if people haven't picked up on it yet, you're a little bit strange. And that's actually what I like about you. I, right when I met you, I was like, oh, this dude's like on the different... He's like me, man. He's just like weird. So like, have you always been like this? Have you always been like... I think, Jacob I think I, I have been always weird. I think it's like I'm evolving, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> right about now, I guess maybe I'm like level sixty-seven weird, okay. you know, okay. like probably like two years from now, I'll probably be like way up there. Oh, good, you know. But I try to ground myself because you can start floating and like separate yourself. You can separate yourself from reality, and that gets really confusing. <laughs> and that it's messed me up a couple of times because it's like I don't know if that's depression, but like when you start realizing and thinking like in your head, like the whole Jim Carrey thing where he was awakened mm-hmm. and enlightened and he's just telling everybody in the taco show, taco, sh- blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He was like, none of this matters. Yeah. Everybody was calling him crazy. None of it does. None of it does matter. Yeah. I mean, everything matters, but also none of it matters. But it's like you put matter on what you want to put matter on, but... Mm. Yeah. You could float and it's dangerous. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because even when you're floating, the world is moving around you, mm. you know? And I gotcha. I gotcha. Because, like, he, but he, he's definitely not wrong. Mm. Going out there and acing that interview or whatever he was trying to do, <clears throat> whether he bombed it or, or killed it, it doesn't matter in a week. It doesn't matter in an hour. Who yeah. cares? You know, it's just, it's just out there. You know, people stress the littlest things. Like we'll have things that go on at work and be like, "Oh my god, it's the biggest thing!" And like Isn't we'll crazy? stress about it, and then we'll you'll forget. Go home and you'll take, you'll go to sleep and you wake up, and then that thing never even happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone now. Yeah. It's gone. I don't know how many like traumatic that things. I really have a poor memory. Yeah. You know? I, think, I think it's our device. I think it's our phone. I'm just going to blame technology sure. on this one. I have really horrible memory. So. Well, that's good, though, because you don't have to dwell on that past. You just push it out. Oh, man. no, the core memories are there. Uh, oh, good, good, good. <laughs> it's the short-term memory. <laughs> well, what decides a core memory? That's the thing. Is like What's I won't core remember like, certain things. I won't remember like you know people I used to work. I used to spend hours and hours with them. I might not remember their name. But I'll remember that time, like, here's for example, I worked with probably like 50 people in one of my first jobs when I worked at Kroger. Um, but when I think about Kroger, I remember on my first day, I dropped a glass of uh, Worcestershire sauce in my brand new shoes, and I smelled like hamburgers all day. Why do I remember that forever? But I don't remember that dude that I worked three years with. And we were Isn't close. that weird? It's so weird. Well, it's like, um, there's like a quote by Till Swan. I'm probably, I might reference her a couple times because mm-hmm. she's that spiritual teacher. Um, she's like, you may not remember like certain things about people, but you will 100% always remember how they make you feel. Oh. Like, you know, our feelings, and I was talking to you the other day about parts work and we'll get into that later, but like feelings are 100% like connected to our memories, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so that you dropping your Worcestershire sauce on Uh your shoes, maybe I guess you felt embarrassed and maybe it was also kind of funny. So like that (laughs) feeling... Yeah. It was definitely it funny because really everyone was giving me crap intense, about right? smelling like hamburgers for the right. entire 10-hour shift we were there overnight. Because it was just me, and they'd be like, man, I want some hamburgers. Like, Shut up! I'll fight you! <laughs> <laughs> I still have those shoes. I dropped a bottle of the soy sauce on the cereal. Oh, the whole cereal. <laughs> it smelled so good. <laughs> it took me a while to clean up. But I wonder how long you remember that core memory. <laughs> Who knows? I, I believe, Who I've knows? never broken a bottle of soy sauce in my yeah. life, except for that one time. So. <laughs> I remember that. Well, you kind of brought this up, but you, like several of my other guests, um, actually have taken, like, a different approach to, like, your beliefs. You kind of, like, dabble. So, like, what kind of things have you dabbled in? Well, first off, I want to talk about how the importance of choice, mm. right? Because it's just, like, what we were just talking about earlier. Like, people will try to control you. 
Mm-hmm. And your beliefs will try to control you. And like, you have a choice. I mean, that's how I got out of my abusive relationship. That's how I got out of my abusive household. Like, it's just like, you have to wake up and realize like, I choose, mm-hmm. you know? So like, yeah, I grew up in a Christian household and all these beliefs and blah, 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 blah. But they weren't serving me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, so I was like learning about, this is like a side tangent, but I have to tell you the side tangent sure. in order for you to understand. So it's like, I was working on, um, it's like this process of unlearning beliefs mm. and stuff. And the person who was teaching, was Tilswan, the person that was <laughs> teaching about uh, the beliefs or whatever, she was saying about how there's two types of beliefs. Um, one is detrimental and one is beneficial. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Because, and this was really, really hard for me to digest, mm-hmm. but it's true. Which truth is subjective. Oh God, we're already gonna get into it. <laughs> but um, uh, you can choose what you believe, and isn't that crazy? Because you could spend your whole life believing something that brings you so much pain, and then when you realize that you choose what you believe, you're just like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have been causing myself so much, but that's how. That's why I kind of skipped from Christianity. Mm. So how do you push that? away how do you have something like say you were raised a a certain way and you were going through your entire life up until whatever point that was when you were having this conversation and trying to how do you push something that is that beaten into you ingrained into your body out it's there yeah like still it's yeah it's still there you can't fully get rid of it you'll still think it right it's like there's just yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's awful to say but that like shame that society made me feel like society is growing up now blah 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 mm-hmm. maybe sort of i don't know but um that shame will always be there I think. yeah but i think it's just growth mm-hmm. you know like um and something can grow on something you know like so maybe that shame is still there but then i can choose to grow on it you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like so no i mean yeah it's still there but i'm able to put something else on top okay of that, yeah. that that's that's interesting that's really interesting i never thought about it like that because you know like uh, it, and it doesn't always have to be like religion but you could, i'll just blow your mind you could be anything and everything all at the same time and like uh, telling you about all that on the way here in the car were different parts patricia and frank i mean like you could be anything and everything and you can have two beliefs that argue with one another just uh-huh. like how i said but like there's a small part of me that will you know it'd be like but you're a piece of shit you yeah. know, uh, but I'm like, no, I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah, like, and those parts will, you yeah. know, and some days are really bad, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm sure people will think, oh my God, he's crazy. No, no, no. Well, but I... we have these voices. Yeah. On my first day at Target, like, and I was doing orientation and someone in the hallway was like, so-and-so, I think I'm bipolar. And she was like, why? And she was like, well, some days I like working here and some days I just hate it. And in my back of my mind, I didn't say it, obviously, because people think I'm weird. But in my back of my mind, I'm like, no, baby, that's parts work. Part of you hates it here. Yeah. And parts of you realize that, you know, like, it's beneficial to work somewhere. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But huh. I'm getting off topic. No, 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 no. That, that's super cool. I, I really I really like that, that like, line of thought that you're kind of going down is that... Especially the growth part, the because like I was saying with um, it doesn't have to be like something like religion. It could be something as simple as something that you just like. Like say you really like I don't know like a food. You really like pizza, and then you realize later you can't have gluten. You still want that pizza, 
You know what I mean? You still really want that pizza. I know diabetics you know? <laughs> that will full-on gorge on candy yeah. with their insulin <laughs> yeah. in their hand. Yeah. Like, I've known people yeah, to do that. If you break things, because that's kind of how my, my mind works, is I like to take things and I put it in, like, and I put it in little piles. And that's how I, and then I make little, little allegories, and that's how I connect things. Well, isn't it funny how, like, you can reflect on nature, like, like just, like, thinking about it, like, you know, like, the lotus that blooms from the muddy water, and mm-hmm. how, like, fun guy will, that's you know, fun guy. you know, talk... <laughs> There it is. A fungi <laughs> will, you know, grow from rotten wood. You yeah. know, like, as growth comes from, it's like a cycle of life, I guess, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, things have to die for it to grow, like with the mushrooms. You know what yeah. I mean? Because without the tree dying, the mushrooms wouldn't be around. You know what I mean? Right. But sometimes the mushrooms are the reason why the tree died. And then we just, <laughs> like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> 404 error. Yeah, right? Like, oh, God, I just lost it all. Um, So, like. But I didn't answer your question. So, <laughs> to answer your question. I'm loving this, by the way. <laughs> it's just like, so the whole Christianity thing, you know, like, I had to get outside of that box, mm. you know, because that belief was detrimental to me. I don't know what God my parents were worshiping, but for them to tell me that this infinite creature loves me, but then I'm an abomination and I'm going to die, it doesn't compute in my mind. And I guess it just came to a point where it was like, you know, it was so... And I guess that's... I guess that's the catalyst for Mm -hmm. growth and expansion is discomfort. You Mm -hmm. know, like, because you have two choices. Either I can continue to believe that mm. I'm an abomination yeah. and I'm just going to go my whole life of feeling that way, or now I'm going to look for new answers. You can choose, like you said before. And you can choose. Yeah. So, so what things have you went out and chosen? Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, in terms of spiritual belief, in college, so we only did two semesters there, <laughs> but in college I took um, like ancient civilization and I took um, world religions and stuff, so I had like a better understanding of what was more out there but also we also have google and youtube and we have all mm-hmm. kinds of different things so i mean i've i've kind of like looked into like all different types of religions i haven't really religion religion's weird and beliefs are weird it's just so unfathomable like it's hard to explain that we are infinite being my theory is uh you and i are like these infinite beings that are just using this body as a machine, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but even like, I guess in terms of like, uh, science, you know, we are made of the same matter that makes up stars and planets. So even in that thought process, I mean, there's so much more to us mm. than like limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, like you should go out there, yeah, you know, and just explore and do everything. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Just balls to the wall. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't really, I don't really like religion because there's rules. Yeah. Like, and what God would tell you, you know, don't do that. I mean, some of the stuff is common sense. Yeah. Like. Don't kill somebody. Don't kill somebody. Why would you want to kill somebody? Why would you want to do so? You're putting out Number that one, light. that would probably feel, that would make, if, well. It depends. If you weren't, <laughs> like, super disconnected from, like, your conscience, uh-huh. if you kill somebody, you'd probably be haunted for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. You know, probably, I guess, why troops come back and are, you know. Yeah, have all that. Because they're told to kill, and they kill, and they come back, and they're like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Well, you killed somebody. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And that's something you can't just, you no. know, shake off. You know, I you can know? come home from my job and be like, well, oh, that was a bad day. Sin is an interesting thing, because I've thought about sin a lot recently, because... um 
because if we're like an infinite being and we're coming down and living this human experience, there are things that distract us mm-hmm. from being these infinite beings like sex and power and money. And I like to think that that's sin, mm-hmm. you know, because we forget who we are mm-hmm. and we get lost. And if you're like me and you people watch, <laughs> you can see some very dense people. Mm. Meaning like some people know who they are. Yeah. And some people think they think they know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, they have like, or people have like put on this, I guess, persona maybe for so long that they now think, well, that's me. I'm this. I'm this everything, you know, I'm just a normal person. Oh my God. If you hold up the mirror to them. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. What is that? Uh huh. Like, oh, no, man, I'm being my so genuine hard. self. It's just like, that's well, so hard. And that's why I like doing this show so much is because, and I always tell people I want to, to pinpoint that person's um, genuine. I want you to be the most genuine self you can. I want, yeah. That's what I want to highlight because that's what's interesting to me. Like, okay, we all have the same interests you mentioned earlier. You like playing video games and stuff like that. And that's cool and that's fun to talk about. But also, what's also more fun to talk about is like who Jacob is in front of me for like, <laughs> I know. That you person. were like, all right, give me three things. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean three things yeah. it, it's hard it's what hard but also it like once you're sitting down doing it it's really you know it's it's yeah. it's just two it's people. effortless it's honestly. effortless just to be yourself and that's what that's what i immediately was just like oh i like this dude at work because he's himself regardless he it's doesn't dang- care it's dangerous i'm dangerous <laughs> yes. to others honestly yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you actually sent me some uh discussion topics um so i don't really know how to like segue into this so i literally wrote discussion topics on my notes no i was thinking about um, like, <laughs> like taking a shower and i was just thinking i was like do we mention the fourth wall yeah. <laughs> do we talk about behind the scenes yeah. like oh, what do we do here <laughs> we'll just tackle a couple things you have in your shower thoughts um so one of the things you sent me was uh um, what is your theory on why we're here on Earth? So that's evolving, uh-huh. which I mean, like all my beliefs are evolving because uh, there's new information that arises and there's new experiences and there's evidence or what evidence is and things that you feel and think and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, my belief currently and just kind of stuff that's adding on to it, but my belief currently is that uh, we come down here to experience life. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of, that's kind of backed up by, I'm just thinking about what people will think about when they hear that. But um, like two-year-olds, mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, that young people have so many kind of like vulnerabilities and blah, 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 blah. But they're so naturally curious. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's kind of like who we are. Yeah. You know, like. We want to see things and stuff and breathe and life and and it's it's crazy that people over there will create these things and then these people will go over there and play with those things and like that's that's like the big picture you know we got people over here creating stuff we got people over here trying stuff we're all experiencing things so I guess like I guess my personal belief is that we come down here and reincarnate into these bodies to experience life mm-hmm. and. I mean, I think that's why it's so... Because I was telling myself this is a conversation that you should have with him. <laughs> that's why we're so frustrated with work. Mm-hmm. Right? Because we're not doing... There are these walls. And, like, just getting just getting through these walls, you get, like, a tiny percentage. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, walls as in you go to work and you get paid and you pay your bills 
so you're alive yeah. and you're functioning in society. How much more? How much money do you have left over? Yeah. Can you go to the movies? Can maybe, you, maybe not. Can you go on vacation? Mm, you know, can definitely you? Definitely not. <laughs> you know, what can you do? That's the that's crazy. I'm in Savannah, Georgia. And I've uh-huh. been in Georgia my whole life. I want to go everywhere, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know, like Savannah isn't my home. The world is my home. Let me go out there. Yeah. But I don't have no money to yeah. just go crazy. And that kind of shackles you to your the life that you and live. And that's depression. Yeah. Depression is that it's like when your curiosity and your natural innocence mutes futility Mm -hmm. you know like what is futile what to you feels futile which is existence in the society some people find this cheat code and get this money and they go and they explore and they do all these things and i'm happy for them i really am because Mm -hmm. i can get on instagram and i'm like oh so that's what the niagara falls (laughs) looks like i wouldn't know yeah you know like super happy for them but i think that's what depression is you know like you are not allowed to be who you are because so much effort and time and energy is spent on just doing things that keep you alive. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And do you think that's because, you know, you mentioned earlier, you were talking about the, uh, like a, like a two year old, how like when they see something they are immediately are interested in it, they're out to interact with. It. I wonder what stops that from being a thing. That's got to be your system. parents. Yeah. <laughs> you think? You think if I had like a... literally your whole adult life could be tied back to your childhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you move away from your parents, I mean, then that's when you get to actually be yourself. You mm-hmm. know, like you get to discover who you are because, look, well, I guess it really depends on your parents and yeah. how they raise you and what they put into your mind. But I mean, do you like Medea? <laughs> Do I like Medea? Do you ever watch the top Yeah. yeah. She, there's like this one uh, thing that she talks about how like, I don't even know if that's Medea now. Dang, why did I put those two thoughts together? But anyways, basically it's just like you're a suitcase and your parents pack it for you. And that's what you go off into life with, you know, mm-hmm. like, like all of your traumas and all that, your relationships and how everything's relationships too, you know, work, friends, love interests, family Everything, relationships, is just a comparison between you and something else and your, mm. the way you're exchanged. I'm getting, like, super far ahead of myself. No, you're fine. You're fine. You're honestly, you're, you're doing a good job. <laughs> you're just doing that thing where you're stressing out. That's part of your own suitcase bullcrap. And I'm just like... <laughs> I just open my mouth and, like, start pulling out balloons. <laughs> but, yeah, no, your parents. Yeah. You know? You can't, you can't use that as an excuse once you're... you're an adult mm. you know like and that you spend so, <laughs> you spend so much time and effort just trying to well, how would you say it like come back mm-hmm. declutter decompress mm-hmm. uh refine yourself yeah yeah know. that well that's i guess that's well, part I of think growing most people up probably don't but well yeah no no and that's also part of the whole thing you were talking about before you know where you, we're just kind of shackled to certain things and some people will be born and raised and live and die in the that's same what we area call and, sheep yeah, <laughs> just awful. It's to say. awful. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, Ugh. Well, like, does any of this stuff like, like, clash with like your religious stuff? Like, you thinking now that like, because like you said before, you were raised to think a certain way, and now you think a different way. How 
directly did that come screeching to a halt, you know? Because, like, you still have that suitcase full of all the stuff that you were given when you were born. And now you've got this new stuff coming in. And you're like, how hard was it for you to be like, no, it's I've opened the different. box a lot. Yeah. I have to be careful with how much I open it. Yeah. Because you're a vessel for your beliefs and your thoughts and the energies that you allow inside of yourself. So... You have to be really careful with what you allow yourself to think. Just like how I said about the whole nothing matters thing where mm. nothing matters. Right. So you're not going to work and you're not feeding yourself. And now you're on the streets. Like mm. you have to be really careful with yeah. what you're allowing to come in. And like I've gotten 25 years old. I've let that stuff happen before. That's why I'm, I'm yeah. saying. But now I'm 25 and I realize that it's like a give and take where like, yeah, nothing matters. But also it does matter at the same time. It matters, it <laughs> if you don't want to be homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You got to find that line. So, it's like, it's so it's a struggle. Yeah. You know, like there's this me and then there's this new me and there's even like a me 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And I can see that me and I want to be that me. And that me is also trying to pull me in the right direction. It's, it's a struggle. Yeah. Um, I, gotcha. on it, I sure. gotcha. Another cool thing you sent me was um that your outlet is thinking, which I love thinking. that. I love the way, not, not only the way that sounds, it just sounds really cool, but it's also something that I do a lot. I like to sit around and, and like, think but like what does that mean to you like are you just sitting there thinking are you just sitting on your chair relaxing all cool thinking i am never conscious of like what i'm doing i mean i don't mean like never but like 95 percent of the time if you come to me and i'm putting cereal up uh-huh. i'm not even there i'm not putting cereal up i'm not even jacob uh-huh. i'm somewhere else dude yeah. And yeah. like you'll like you'll say something to me and you you'll probably see it in my eyes yeah. and i'm just like i do Hey, what's up? How are you? <laughs> but thinking can look like a lot of different things, whether it's either talking to myself. I just love how society thinks that people are crazy, right? Mm. Like people that talk to themselves. Talk to yourself. Please talk to yourself. Please mm. look in the mirror. Please be introspective. Please meet these parts in you. Meet the parts that are angry. Meet the parts that are depressed. Meet the parts that are happy. Mm. And have them talk to one another because that's why there's so much struggle and why we struggle because... just like talking about those beliefs you believe a b and c is wrong but there is a other part of you that wants those things Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah i get it so like let those things talk to one another and let yourself talk to one another but like i guess thinking is a bunch of different things either it's i'm thinking about what life could be or how can i get better mentally or physically or emotionally like just think about or i'm just literally flying a unicorn pegasus and i've got (laughs) i have spent so much time in target thinking about like how i could prank people (laughs) not that i would prank people but i'm just trying to make myself laugh yeah you know because in your head thinking the work environment is so sad Mm -hmm. like and i'm a very empathetic person so like i get the read immediately when i go in the room and it's just like I'm walking into prison and everybody's a prisoner and everybody <laughs> hates their life and everybody I talk to wants to die. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, well, I don't really want to feel that because mm. I will. So I'm just thinking like, okay, I got a space rifle and I'm shooting people in the back. That's what I think that that's what you think about. Cause see what I think about is, uh, and I actually talk to Jenna about this all the time, um, is uh, I'll think of like jokes or I'll think of um, uh, things that will pop in my head. And I know if I said them out loud, um, I would be taken like to jail or carried off somewhere because I like, like or like things I want to do. Like somebody walk past with, like a buggy or whatever. And I'll just like something pop in my head. I'd be like, what would happen if I took all the wine off the shelf and started <laughs> putting it in their buggy? And then I'll laugh in my head 
But I don't do that. I do that shit. (laughs) Do you know, you played Mario Kart before? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There was a blue turtle shell somewhere in the beauty, and I thought, like, (laughs) I want to pick it up and throw it at somebody. (laughs) And just, wow. Specifically, one of the older people, like, I just want to, like, throw it at their cart. (laughs) But... But then, you know... People don't take shit. Yeah. They would people take it take seriously. everything so seriously. Yeah. But, like, how much more fun would it be if we could act on some of those things? Like, I'm glad there's certain things that I do, um, you know, like... like giving people a leaf. <laughs> they fucking look at you like you're crazy. But then certain people will take the leaf. You know what I mean? You never know. <laughs> people um, will take... Jenna was telling me this the other day. Um, she was at the drive-thru and she was picking up Zaxby's and she said... She just started laughing. She was on the phone with me. She just started laughing. And I was like, what? So funny. And she drove away and she was like, I almost said this to these people. I had to stop myself. <laughs> but she, she said, um, the lady had asked her a question. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to go home and eat this chicken in my bathtub. She said she almost said that to them. And she was like, I'm glad I didn't. But also, I kind of wish I did. And I was like, well, what if you had said that? She was like, well, then I would have to deal with the repercussions of these people thinking I'm going to go eat chicken in a bathtub. And, you know, which is really funny to me. I like that, though. I would rather people look down on me, like, uh. if it makes them laugh. Like, <laughs> like, if I'm dancing or if I'm being dumb or being stupid and, like, it's supposed to be embarrassing, but it's making you laugh, that's fine. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Like, I really like that. I want you to imagine me eating chicken in my, <laughs> my bathtub. <laughs> I want you to. It just cracked me up, and I was just like, "Yeah, it's it's good to know." And I think because people don't talk anymore, you know, um, maybe we never have, but I we don't think so. Like certain stuff like that, you don't realize that it's not weird that you're thinking that you're on, on a Pegasus with a laser no. rifle because in the same same area, five feet away, I'm thinking about throwing all, all the wine in this lady's car and laughing my ass off because it's weird and funny. And I, But, you know, I bet every person, even that lady, was probably thinking like, I don't know, who knows? You know, we're all, but we're all too embarrassed to say something about yeah. it or do something about it. And it's just weird. I think if we just would, that's why I like always tell people just like be weird because like it's more fun. And it's also if you be weird and if everyone's being weird, it's no longer weird. Right. It's just normal. Just be wackadoo, and that's fine. I'd be so much happier if you'd whip that old lady with a turtle shell than if I, you know, granted, I would have to deal with the repercussions of it, but how much, like, better would work have oh, been that so day? amazing. You know? <laughs> like, hey, uh, Josh, I need you to go, uh, Jacob hit that lady with a turtle. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, I would never forget that. That would be a core memory for the rest of my life. probably never you know work I mean? very good, but, <laughs> but it's all right. <laughs> it would be great. Even if we can't do that because society or whatever. Um, another one of these topics you sent me was, uh, it's pretty fun. It's, you said, you said well, what is the current problem as the human species? Oh, God, there's yeah. so many. Yeah. Let's talk about, uh, I think, one of the biggest ones, mm-hmm. which is um, narcissism. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by narcissism is not necessarily the textbook definition. I mean, like, you think you are you and there's nobody else here. Mm -hmm. And what I mean is, and I get it. I get the behavior. I get the behavior. I get the belief because this world is cold. Yeah. You know, and after you've been trampled on for several years, because once you, let's be realistic. High school is shit. Yeah. Wait until you graduate, mm-hmm. you know, because the real world is even shittier. <laughs> and I'm not like, I mean, yeah, I'm a bit of a pessimist, but I'm also more of a, like a realist. And mm-hmm. it's just like, so I get it. I get why you're a narcissist because you've been hurt so many times. Mm-hmm. I've been hurt so many times mm-hmm. that it just kind of like, you're just going to focus on yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And if that person's crying in the hallway, mm-hmm. Just leave walk. them there. Yeah, because it's not, it's not you. You're not crying in the hallway. Gotcha. And I think that's narcissism is this extreme just disconnection from where you are, which is on, you know, earth and in society. And 
even like in a building at work with hundreds of people that work with you and the country and the world at large is just all it's just like thinking singularly mm-hmm. you know yeah it's like driving all... past an accident glad that wasn't me yeah it, a lot of times that's what people think like oh wow that's crazy then after a little bit it's like oh i hope they're okay but at first you're like oh god that's the stuff that brings me to tears like and it's like an irrational thing mm-hmm. well when i see random moments of like kindness mm-hmm. like i'll literally like weep <laughs> Like, I remember, like, 20 years old, I was driving to work, and someone was moving, and, like, a chair fell out of his truck. Mm. Someone pulled over on the side of the road, got the chair, and sped up to that guy to give him the chair. That made me cry. <laughs> I was like, there is love <laughs> He brought world. back his chair. He brought his chair back. <laughs> but that's the, that's the cure, is, like integration i think Mm. and what i mean by integration is like when things happen to you to make you feel bad it isn't really meant to make you feel bad it's really just to bring awareness Mm. to you maybe your beliefs maybe to something that you hold on to everything is connected to everything so it's like do you believe in the law of attraction? Oh my god, I'm about to go down a rabbit hole. Do you believe in the law of attraction? Uh, not really even sure what that is. I've heard the terms put together, but I've never been like I'm not going to say yeah because I don't who knows, maybe. <laughs> so you create your own reality is mm-hmm. basically what the law of attraction is and people will disagree to that because it's like well, if the law of attraction exists, why am I not a millionaire? Blah mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. blah. And that's beliefs. Mm-hmm. Because and beliefs are so powerful because if you're thinking something nonstop constantly for years, you're not going to align to what you want because your beliefs are going to hold you back. And I mean, you can see that because if you see someone who's incredibly talented and I have in my own waking life is seeing these, all these SCAD students that I know that are mm. like extremely talented, but extremely but they just are rather work at like a studio or even like even lower than that instead of actually branching off and being their own entity because... Mm. They have these limiting beliefs that hold them back, you know? Mm. So anyway, integration is important, you know, because we have to integrate these parts in us that are so desperately calling us um, to heal and be more whole. Because if we keep just shrugging people off, I don't want to sound like super, super pessimistic, but like things are only going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you keep that same mindset, you know, it'll just... What if there isn't people like you and me? Yeah. Who would help the girl in the hallway? Yeah. You know? And what if that was everywhere? Yeah. Then it's Mad Max. <laughs> you yeah. see that movie? No, literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's just bedlam. You know, everything is on fire. literally everybody is out for themselves and that's it, that's complete anarchy. Yeah. So... Let's go back into that law of attraction thing. So when you were saying that, um, it's just interesting to me. Um, So when you were saying like with the beliefs, like say I believe this my whole life and it never happened, that the beliefs held you back. How so? Are you saying like, I believe in my heart of hearts that I'm going to be a millionaire or whatever. But do you? But like, is that what it is? Is it not fully believe? Because I don't believe that I'll ever be a millionaire. Um, So that's, that could be put into words so many different ways but it's really just about um your conscious versus your subconscious Mm -hmm. so you have so many different things in your subconscious that you're not really even aware about i mean 
number one, your subconscious really keeps you alive because you're constantly beating your heart. You are constantly beating your own heart. You are mm -hmm. constantly taking breath. You are constantly digesting. You are constantly doing all these different things subconsciously. Mm -hmm. You are also subconsciously thinking of all kinds of different things. Yeah. And these are kind of like triggers and limiting factors. And, and what I mean by trigger is something that happened to you at four years old will still affect you today mm. because those emotions and that moment and will forever exist with you. Mm -hmm. So um, the conscious versus the subconscious. Yeah, maybe you consciously really desire something, but you have some kind of subconscious belief that's holding you back from it's it? holding you back. Well, how do you get rid of that part to focus on the thing? <laughs> You know, I guess you have to be extremely introspective, mm. have to have a lot of patience and you have to work on your beliefs. I mean, and that is a whole kind of like self-care, self-help. How do you change your beliefs? Um, how do you heal your trauma? Because your trauma can hold you back because your trauma is a law of attraction. It law of attraction is like attracts like. And um, people say opposites attract but it's not true because i've mm -hmm. always thought about yeah the north and the south side touch <clears throat> each other in magnets but each magnet has a north and a south side mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah so they're they're still attracting each other mm -hmm. so if you desire money but you feel impoverished mm -hmm. you're not gonna ever make money huh you know yeah. that's why you need to but and feelings and beliefs are really intertied with one another because if you feel lonely, you're gonna tell yourself you are lonely. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if I feel lonely because maybe something happened to me when I was two years old that I don't consciously remember, mm. uh, which I'm working with a therapist. Yay! <laughs> but anyway, if you tell yourself that, you're gonna push people away. Mm. You know, like if I have friends that are ringing up my phone, hey, do you want to hang out? My brain is like, it won't fucking matter anyway. Yeah. Because I'm still going to feel lonely with them, yeah. you know? So huh. and, and so that's like a practical way yeah. of telling you how, you know, our subconscious is also creating our reality. Yeah. So how do you how do you push yourself out of that box so that way when your friends do call, you're like, bet, I'm coming. <laughs> Instead of it's thinking bit, about it in your head. Every, everything has got like a bit of a give or take because you are still... It is conscious versus subconscious, but you are still capable of making a conscious decision, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because I was in that five, I was in a five-year-long abusive relationship where I was accepting the little bit of attention that I was given, and I love the guy, and I still love the guy today, and I will always love the guy because maybe I guess that's just who I am, but um, I had to really sit and like consciously make the choice leave. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, that was just like growing up gay and my Christian parents telling me I was going to hell if I was gay. And it's like, I had to do the same thing. Yeah. I'm consciously going to live this life and accept myself for who I am. Yeah. yeah. It's difficult. It's very difficult. difficult. It's difficult. That's like <laughs> some cool or funny getting off the beaten path or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's really hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you're just so this. It's already this a clear path, you know. I'm so used to this path. I know that 
you know, again with the friends, like I know if I go hang out with my friends, it'll be, I'll have some sort of fun or whatever. But then there's that back of my head, like, well, but if, I, if I'm home, what if I go to that party in this bed? If I'm home, I know what's going to be here. Netflix. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? But if I go there, who knows that so-and-so is going to be there. It's going to ruin the whole night. You know, you have it just stuck in there and you just can't push it out. So I you, completely... You also have... Co- oh, man. I could I could talk to you forever. I mean, it's only an hour, <laughs> but you have conflicting parts. Yeah. Your resistance. That's like another... Oh, and that can be subconscious or it could be conscious. It's better for the subconscious to come out into conscious so you're at least aware of it. Mm. But, I mean, that's resistance is... You wanting something, but another part of you that doesn't want it. Yeah. And it's good to be aware of it. That way you can either work on it, find resolution, or you can consciously more so work on what you do desire versus your resistance. But that's, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's just cool. See, I like this. This is cool, like, weird (laughs) talking, man. You know, I'm I'm bad with words. It's not that it's weird. It's that it's a different way of thinking. What (laughs) are words? Let's not even get into that. I need to read more books because <laughs> I need bigger, bigger fancier words. words yeah, to yeah. Because I sick. use uh, little words all the time. Most of mine are swear words. Um. Oh, once I start <laughs> typing, everything is I am, I was, I have. <laughs> Back to third grade. <laughs> oh, uh, this is well, you mentioned this earlier, and I wanted to definitely wanted to because now that we're in this like mode, you know. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to, you, we talked about this at work. Um, but shadow work. What? So that is, is that, shadow work. Yeah. What you were just doing. That's what I thought. That's why I jumped to this. Subconscious. So shadow work is bringing the light of your consciousness into the subconscious. Your shadow obviously is what follows you. I'm using air quotes. Y'all can't see. Mm-hmm. Shadow is what follows you because there's so much in your subconscious that you're not even aware of that affects you consciously throughout your whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, and shadow work is just... And shadow work could look like a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Um you can either consciously become aware of it or you can consciously work to change it or you consciously heal it. You can go see a therapist. I'm seeing a therapist. I mean, there's all kinds of different things you can do with subconscious work, but just like textbook definition, it's just all about bringing all that stuff to the light mm-hmm. so you can see it, gotcha. be aware of it. And then, then it's really your choice. Yeah. You need to first realize that you're a shitty human being. Yeah. Well, we all are. <laughs> well, that's that narcissism you're talking about. Like, I'm great. What are you saying? I'm what the best you, there you talking about? I'm not terrible. You're terrible. But you know why people do that? So, I mean, obviously, because it makes them feel good. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like, you have to understand that people are shitty because it's like some kind of coping mechanism to make mm-hmm. them feel better because of however they were doing it before sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. it's just toxic yeah you know it's toxic I, I want people to unlearn toxicity <laughs> mm. you know like stop man shaming people for having feelings because nah. men have feelings <laughs> women have feelings everybody has feelings yeah let's can we stop at least with the shaming feelings part you mm-hmm. know yeah i like that man <laughs> so how did you first hear about this shadow work stuff you just google it um no i had a friend that helped me um yeah uh we met at Gay Pride. We have been talking online. I'm not quite sure <coughs> how he even met me because he lives in Puerto Rico. Oh, fun. Oh, well, he doesn't anymore. He lives in Savannah. But um, he met me and he introduced me to Till Swan, who is this person who deals with shadow work. And she's also, I don't want to make her sound bad, but she's, she's extra sensory. And what that really means is that she can pull in data more than we can because... Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too deep because I don't want people to think I'm crazy, but like there's like <laughs> there's these limiters, you know, that we have because the vast amount of information that there is 
um, in existence is way too much for us to handle. Yeah. So she just, I don't know if it was just how she was born or whatever. Um, she's able to pull in more information. So she was able to like acquire this knowledge or things led her in the right direction to, um, she also had a really terrible upbringing. Don't you love terrible upbringings <laughs> because they make you become something more <laughs> if you survive? Yeah. If you but, make uh, it. She had a really terrible upbringing and, uh, you know, whole rape and, and a cult and fun stuff. Yeah. So like she read about psychology and, you know, I, I believe she went to college. I think she dropped out too, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she really got on the whole, um, self-help i don't want to like i don't like saying self-help because mm-hmm. i just think about the like little fun quotes <laughs> that make you feel good or like, for, like audio books and like, they don't yeah. yeah they don't work you know the whole positive affirmation <laughs> doesn't work no you don't have any belief in that i don't believe in a lot of things um but i know people who have sworn by that they'll, they'll, it keeps them in a good you mindset of what they told i them. mean you can do anything and everything so that's true but also there's a flip side to everything too um well at work i was telling you that everything's subjective um it's kind of even hard to talk about what is objective because it's like what's objective <laughs> do you know no because i mean we could sit here and we can bring out textbooks but i'm just like this is a language that we created we don't we don't know what's going on <laughs> you know it's just someone found this out and then we're just growing on it mm-hmm. you know and that's all we're doing and i mean i guess it makes sense but we don't know. <laughs> that, and that's that whole floaty thing, uh, right? Yeah. Where we really don't know anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or do we? Or do uh. we? <laughs> <laughs> so so this uh, shadow work thing, does it... I don't know. I just wrote, does it work? Yeah. Like, but how do you know that it works? You know what I'm saying? When... So I told you about the workshop that I went to in Miami. Yeah. Where Till Swan was there and a lady came in and they worked. And um, I felt like that's how church should feel. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to like churches and places and I just haven't felt like that level of like everybody's vulnerable and everybody's connected and on the same page and there's no peer pressure or judgment or everybody's just like naked and we all just love each other and accept each other. I've never felt that anywhere except for in Miami that day. That's actually how I feel when we go to shows. Every time I'm in live music, that's how I feel. Yeah. That's why I love live music so much is because if the crowd is participating and they're not talking through the whole thing, um, which I told you about the other day. um, But if they're like, in it if everyone's in that same moment yeah. there's something about it everybody's it's not connected. a religious experience we're all but it feels it you know like we're, we're all here all for this connected. person you know <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can even i don't care what you believe in science nothing blah 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 blah, blah. um we all came from the big bang blah blah, blah. i'm doing air quotes mm-hmm. we're all connected dude yeah you know but so like shadow work. You're yes. going through the shadow work with what well, this lady was going through the shadow work. Did you You could feel her resolution. Uh-huh. The whole crowd could. We yeah. all clapped. Mm-hmm. You could feel you could feel her relief and her release and you could feel the healing. And when I say healing, healing isn't really like um putting a bandage or anything. It's like the opposite of what she was currently experiencing, which was her pain and her suffering, which was X, Y, and Z. 
and then she healed, which mm. was the opposite. Hmm. So um, shadow work does work. Um, I mean, I've done it. You yeah. know, like I would not shadow work. I mean, it could be something very simple to something very large. Something simple being working with a belief like I'm an abomination, mm-hmm. and then that's simple. Looking at that shame <laughs> in the grand schemes yeah. of all there is. That seems heavy. That it, it was really heavy. <laughs> but on the grand scheme of all there is in creation, period. Like that is like. A cr- it's like a crane of sand, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's shadow work. Yeah. You know, it's like looking in the mirror, looking at what you're telling yourself in the back of your head, how you are feeling, what is disagreeing with you. You know, you think this one thing, but are you really thinking that? Like, because mm. there will be another voice in the back of your mind that is saying something else. You really got to bring that out. You know, I could... I mean, I could talk like three hours with mm. you about what is shadow work because shadow work is an umbrella term. There's parts work, which is different. Well, you brought that up. Parts work. What is that? Parts work is really just there's a fragmentation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gave you a bunch of different. Yeah, notes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You are fragmented um, in moments in your life that caused you extreme trauma. So let's say we'll just use like an analogy. Um, or an example, whatever. You're a kid, and you're mischievous. Mm-hmm. And mischievous isn't necessarily a bad thing. You just like poking people with sticks and throwing <laughs> rocks at people because it makes you laugh. Yeah. And um, but that's who you are. You're yeah. not necessarily a hurtful person. It's just like you're just mischievous. This is just how you receive joy. And um, you know your parents, they don't necessarily sit you down and talk to you about how you're feeling or why you are the way this, the way you are or why what you're doing is wrong they literally just shame you Mm -hmm. you know for being this way and then in this moment there's so much discomfort it's like a bubble where you have to do something about it like so in your mind or in your heart you create a split Mm -hmm. that mischievous side is still there will always be there but you create something else which is the little boy with the comb over hair and you know like Yes, ma'am. Mm. Yes, sir. You know, you become that person. So but, that's that's fragmentation right but there. But it's still inside of you. That's it's still, still part inside of you. of you. And that's parts, uh-huh. right? So fragmentation is the process of when something heavy hits you and you create a split and parts is both those parts. So why are you just saying this? This kind of makes me think of like, it's kind of dark, but like... That's fine. Serial killers? Yes. So like when they're a kid and say they're doing something and like they start like hurting animals or something like that and then they say they suppress it and no one even knows because no one talks to them about it and then they suppress that and they i guess part it's just like racism and then they get exactly but the further they get along shame racism technically the only real way to cure racism is to let's all talk about it first right Mm. i mean yeah i want to punch a racist in the face too but Mm. that just shames them for how they feel they're ignorant you know, mm-hmm. like they feel and believe these things and we should talk about it and get to the core of why they feel those things and we should educate them. That's really the only way to cure the racism. And not doing that is what makes the bad <laughs> ones. <laughs> like the... <laughs> Anything, I mean, everything stays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you put something down and you don't touch it ever again, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. You, and it, it changes too mm-hmm. over time. So, yeah, that... <laughs> that little demented child that was pulling legs off of crickets uh-huh. and like murdering squirrels. Now like, he's thirty and pulling off legs off of a you know like <laughs> trucker. 
I'm trying to like I'm taking the more the morbid out of it. Like mm. I guess that's just curiosity. Mm. You know, like yes, it's bad to kill things, but I'm taking that. I guess maybe that's dangerous to like take that whole ethics and morals away from it. But I'm just thinking at it from a yeah their perspective. They're probably just curious, or maybe they whew, maybe they feel some kind of joy yeah. <laughs> for some reason, right? But they really need to be educated, obviously, that this hey is... Johnny, you can't kill people. What's yeah. wrong? <laughs> yeah. And then get to the root. They're just different. Of, yeah. You know? Yeah. Huh. Uh, but they're ashamed for it. So yeah. So then it uh, grows and he's becomes... 35 years old and he feels super conflicted because there's this part of him that exists and that he's in his subconscious that's been talking to him every single day for the past 35 years. And it's gonna come out. That I understand. I understand this. What we're talking about now, <laughs> this makes complete sense. Some of the other stuff, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm on the same boat. I'm trying to get there. But this I completely understand. And I, right. I like the way that it... Because it's like I said in the beginning, you know, I like to break things up. And that's exactly what that is. That is just breaking things up. That is the way my mind actually works. So that's cool to see. Ah, anyway, parts work. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. I personally have a really bad problem with... Um, I call it full circle conversating and what I... What I mean is we'll talk about something and I'll leave loose ends Mm -hmm. because I just expect you to pick them up. Yeah. You know, (laughs) just pick up that loose end, you know, but I have a really bad problem with um, full circle uh, talking. and I will offend a lot of people (laughs) even when I don't mean to like because that's not the intention and that's not who I am. I'm just. I just expect you to pick my loose ends up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's how, that's the kind of person that you are. You yeah. know what I mean? I do the same thing with jokes. Like, I'll forget, like, I'll say something offhandedly and it'll be funny. And then I'll wait, like, who knows how long. And then I'll be like, ah? And to me, even if it's not funny <laughs> to you, it'll be funny to me. And in my head, I'm like, hey, Josh, you're the funniest dude in the world. And they might not even laugh. Right. But that's part of, that's how I internalize it. And I'm constantly like, I feel like that's something I've been working on is, um, it's, I feel like there's times in my life where I'm not fully listening or engaging because I'm ready to put that joke in because jokes are <laughs> my defense mechanism. You're just like, it's look, like I'm like looking for that little gap for, where you can yeah, be like hey. my opening, so I can be like, eh, you know, and I, I and it, I do it at the worst times. I'll do it at like you know, some of the best times. A lot of times it's the worst time. Be you shouldn't you're be one of those people that will have an argument and then 30 minutes later mm-hmm. be like. That's a good point. That's, and then you're trying to find a way uh-huh. to like backhand give it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm the guy who laughs at a funeral, you know, like something yeah, funny yeah. will happen. Yeah. And I'll be like, you shouldn't laugh here. But also, can you believe she's wearing this? At this, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, I don't know. And I, I, I have to, that's one of those things that I have to take a step back and, and realize. And people who are close to me will know that that's just my defense mechanism. That's just who yeah. I am. I'm just like, you know, you can't that's be fine. mad at me if I'm funny. I like, I like that, though. I mean. There are moments to be serious, but also, I love just always interjecting and putting the whole, there's, like, a side to, I mean, there's, like, two sides to everything. But also, I would rather people laugh and dance and enjoy my funeral, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Unless it was horribly tragic. Oh, yeah. I'm working on a playlist of songs that should not be played at a funeral to be played at my funeral, (laughs) just so that people who show up are going to be like, Come on. Like, yeah. Is it oh, going to yeah. be that chicken yeah, song? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm thinking like, who let the dogs out? You know, it's just like, hey, something like a crowd yeah. pleaser. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> keep it shuffle. Yeah, yeah, keep it shuffle. Like, everyone's like, everybody get out of your seats. <laughs> yeah. the it's just like, and that would be like the last yeah. funny, because like, that's something me and Jenna joke about all the time. It's like, um, 
uh, put that on my tombstone. I'll say something that's like, or someone will give me a, like a compliment. Right. You'd be like, oh, Josh is a really nice guy. I'd be like, put that on my tombstone because I want people to remember me for being a nice guy. You know, or I'll get like a, you know, something like that. That's why I have this stupid tattoo. It's a, uh, a tombstone. It's a safety third. Because that's funny to me. That's funny to me. And I love jokes. So I'll keep that joke going forever. So like something will happen. You'll probably say something to me one this time. This is just a random thing. <laughs> you said safety third? Yeah, safety third. So not first, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? In your this priority is, list. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> so I just watched a video the other day of like what happens to a human being that isn't wearing a seatbelt. Oh my God, it's terrible. <laughs> True, true, true. But like the way I like to think about it, but the animation was kind of funny, but but it was terrible. (laughs) It's messed up. (laughs) But safety third, I always think of like like uh, speed, efficiency, or like happiness and fun, and then safety. You know, like is this is this joke funny? Am I willing to hurt myself for the joke? <laughs> Safety is not my number one priority at that moment. It's at least third. Well, it's just like I said, I, I am willing to look stupid if it makes yeah. somebody happy, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's, fun. That's just fun, man. That's just fun. Um, let's see. Um, we'll put a little bit more in here. Last thing uh, that you sent me, something you just wanted to, to touch on was that you're a survivor. You wanted to get that point across. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's just because I wanted to all the stuff that I'm preaching and I mean, stuff that you preach, you can always practice because I mean, life is hard in general. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> yeah, really, truly horrible things has happened. Yeah. And um, being a child and watching your mom like get her clothes ripped off of her and being beat brutally mm. and stuff like that scars you, dude. But at the same token, that darkness like it i guess maybe that's how you find the light mm-hmm. in the first place yeah you know like i'm gonna use a cheesy analogy <laughs> it gets dark outside and you see the stars you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah that's not cheesy that's nice so it's like <laughs> yeah i am a survivor and i mean i doesn't mean i struggle every day yeah you know it is something where every morning when i wake up i have to it's just like one brick after another in order to just function normally, mm. you know? But um, I am a survivor. I call myself a survivor because it doesn't defeat me. I choose not to let it defeat me. And that's why I'm in front of you today. Yeah. You know, five years in a relationship where I didn't know whether to call it rape. And I asked somebody if it was rape. And they were like, if you have to question it, then it kind of is. Like if someone is threatening you or makes you feel obligated. It was just, yeah. Yeah. It was a hard time, dude. Yeah. Now, I make fun of it. Being tased is not fun. Like I've been tased. (laughs) Oh, my God. My nose has been broken. Like like almost pretty much anything you can think of has happened to me. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because... The human consciousness is so um, infinite, Mm. but it can go both ways. And I had got so low vibrationally, and everybody's talking about breaking the glass ceiling and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I broke the glass floor. (laughs) (laughs) I met the floor. Uh I said, would you? (laughs) I went down there. Where there was like, this moment of 
I felt myself changing. Mm-hmm. I felt feelings that were, I use, I want to use a big word here, ineffable, mm-hmm. meaning you cannot describe how I was feeling. And um, uh, there's a flip side, obviously, like I said. Discomfort creates expansion, mm-hmm. you know, like in that moment. Maybe that was a lesson for me to learn self-love, mm-hmm. you know, because it was just like, I'm not going to allow myself to, to go through this anymore, yeah. you know, and I don't want it to happen ever again. Yeah. With anybody. Yeah. Not just dating, but like work. Yeah. Anything. Don't, don't call me names. Don't make me feel bad. I'm yeah. going to stand up for myself and I will probably get fired one day. <laughs> Because if anybody comes at me sideways, you'll see this really, like, I'm from the countryside coming out. (laughs) I I don't think I told you, but... um, So I worked at Chipotle before Target, and then before Chipotle, I worked at the Waffle House. And I got in a physical confrontation with the general manager at the Waffle House. Because I I just can't stand for bullshit anymore, you know? Like, there will come a moment in your life being a human being or in your consciousness when bullshit comes at you you will no longer be able to handle it mm-hmm. and i just was and that's how we got into a confrontation like mm-hmm. you just couldn't take it anymore i could not take the bullshit anymore yeah but what's interesting about that is if you hadn't have reached that low no. low moment would you have that guess gumption no. when someone comes to you exactly no. you know like if we Take the... Because that's what created my... Because I didn't have boundaries before. Yeah. Because of the parents that I had, right? Because yeah. I was very codependent on my mother, I guess, because of an abusive father or whatever. So that's what created boundaries, right? Because mm-hmm. I no longer want to feel that way. So yeah. when someone makes me feel that way, I'm just like, no. Yeah. You know? Well, that's good. That's good. Now that you have an can tell people to... I mean, <laughs> you need to be, have some sort of protection. But even at... <laughs> so, like, even at that bottom that is past the bottom, like... I want to get to the tippy tippy top. Mm-hmm. Like if you ask me what I desire and it's not about money, it's not about material things. It's about ascension. Mm. <laughs> we didn't get to talk about utopia. I uh-huh. know we're probably running low on time. I didn't get to talk about utopia, but I want ascension, dude. Like <laughs> if there's an opportunity for the light of my consciousness to burn through my body and just shoot up. Uh-huh. Like, I'm, I'm good. I want that. <laughs> and what's, what's interesting to me about this is you took, there's the paths. You took the path of happiness. You could have taken the I path. Guess. Of, <laughs> I don't know. But you could have taken the path of bitterness. There's a lot of people yes, who will go through true. something like that and they will just hate everyone they'll 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 put up there's that part of me walls that, parts yeah, right yeah it's in there yeah and that's like at least you seem like a person that's <laughs> there's trying a to... part of me that wants complete anarchy yeah. and it's just like <laughs> burn, it, burn down. it all down <laughs> but i guess just that um that part of me that's more gentle and love yeah. and happiness that's i guess more closer to who i am i guess yeah well uh, what would you tell someone who's younger or someone who's maybe going through something like this to like help them through? Is there anything, any advice you could maybe give them? Or I know yeah. it's hard because you you don't know that person, but if there's something maybe that you wish 
younger Jacob would have known or someone could have just told you. I think it's, you have to turn everything off and you have to look in the mirror. And I don't mean like actually physically, you have to look in the mirror and you got to see how you're feeling. Mm. And you have to be brutally honest with yourself. You know, like, don't tell your, don't make excuses because we make excuses for ourselves in order for us to live the way we live. Yeah, you know? of course. Don't make excuses. Be 100% honest with yourself. And know that um, you can choose, mm. you know, and life is hard. And yes, you, one of those excuses are, you know, life is going to be harder probably afterward. But um, isn't it hard now? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And life will probably always be hard. Until you make that choice. Yeah. I like it. It's all about choices. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing for me was it's just like a moment of, yeah, if I do this. Because, I mean, I had no money in my bank account and I was super dependent on him for driving me and feeding me and no money in my bank account because everything that I made went to him and then it went to us. So I literally moved onto my friend's guest room with no money in my bank account and just clothes. Yeah. And I'm 25 years old and I hit a hard reset. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like a hard reset. And it's frustrating because I see all these other 20 years olds who have cars and all these things, and I'm happy for them, but, I mean, it's hard, and I'll get there. Yeah. You know, but I guess that's also another thing. Like, you know, like, time is not infinite. Yeah. You know? And I guess I would rather, because it was five years, and I tried getting out a couple times, but, like, I would want to tell myself three years ago, you're going to lose three years of your life, dude, if you don't get out now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Huh. Time is very valuable. Yeah. Yeah. But now things are looking up. You got yourself a job. You're hanging out with me. Money. Money. Job. <laughs> Even though it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it doesn't I... matter. You have that choice to not come to work. Please choose to come to work as long as you work with me. Um, but, you know, just, I know now. I'm I know just about trying to be a human, you know, like yeah. <laughs> everybody's playing this human game. I'm using air quotes again. Everybody's doing this whole human game. I want to play it for a little while. <laughs> try to get good at it <laughs> that's fantastic well thanks man for coming on um we're gonna start wrapping things up we're over our hour but i just we're having a good time this yeah. is i know this is like a my normal listeners will be like man this was kind of heavy you know but i think it's important to have well, these conversations I hope, I hope both dark and light right yeah. oh yeah we had I some good jokes both yeah we had some good times we had some good times it's not over we still got a little bit of good times so right now i told you you could plug something and you weren't sure what i meant but you can plug something now plug so what do you want to plug I just, um, <laughs> for anybody that is like struggling in their life, um, a good resource is just check Teal Swan. Teal is in the color, Swan is in the bird on YouTube. She, if you have any kind of things or you really are struggling in your life, and I'm not really, you don't really have to get even super deep about it. Just something that you're really struggling in life, you know, go to her YouTube page, type it in, you know, and she'll have a video about it probably like 99% chance that she'll have a video about it. <laughs> listen to her, listen to what she has to say, try to carry a non-judgmental um, perspective because it might open you up. You yeah, know? it's 
cool. That's cool. Yeah, man. I'll definitely uh, check that out. I looked her up one time, but I clicked a weird video, and I was like, okay, we're like humming, and I'm not. There's a right lot mindset. of weird stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff everywhere, though. Yeah, true, 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 true. And maybe I'll have you send me a video that that okay. you recommend that I'll maybe I'll watch. Yeah, yeah. open Let's me talk up. About man. your mental problems. Yeah, yeah. Off, Let's mess me up. Yeah, off radio. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly what? <laughs> well, on top of your final question, I'm going to ask you um, my favorite question to ask anyone, and I mentioned this in the car. Um, oh, but God. what is your favorite song right now? It's probably the, um, I don't know how to say it, the English way or the Spanish way. Whichever way you got. Um, the La Llorona song, um, from Coco. From Coco. Cool, man. It is so good. Is it sad? It is a sad song because she sings about Llorona, which is the weeping woman, but I think she's singing it more so about the sky and the moon. It is a sad song, but it's beautiful. Are you going to make me cry on my playlist now? There is, but there's <laughs> beauty in everything. Yeah. Like, I look at that very, very bottom moment, and I am amazed that I could feel such a profound feeling, because that is beautiful. Yeah. You know? I like that, man. I like that. Well, I'll definitely, uh, what I do is I'll put that on a playlist. The playlist is called Bitter and Jaded, the original motion picture soundtrack, and everyone who's been on this show and will be on this show will be able to pick a song and put it on there, and that playlist is just weird, but I, I really, really love it. It's like this weird, like art project thing i don't know i don't know why i came up with it but i just love it and uh just check it out his song's gonna go on there and, and the song that i'm gonna add on here will go on there and it's just it goes runs the whole gambit but it really gives you a picture of that person that day three months from now you might not even give a crap about that coco song you know it could be something else you know what i mean but Probably. if you ever listen to that ever listen to the playlist and it comes up or anytime i listen to the playlist listen to the like, fifth element no yeah 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 and then we could be just weirded out you know what i mean it's just weird. <laughs> well that's promise i have a final question are you ready uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, my final question is nothing heavy, nothing crazy. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? My favorite cartoon? I love <laughs> Aang the Last Airbender. Yeah. It's my favorite <laughs> cartoon, dude. Oh, my God. Because it touched bases, like, with all, like, the just common issues, mm-hmm. you know, like diversity and discrimination in politics. And it's just, it's, it's so beautiful because it's Aang and this Avatar spirit and like what he could be and what we could be, but it's also funny and dorky. My cabbages, you know, like. It's just, it's well, do you watch anime now? Because that's everyone's first anime. They just don't want yes, to admit it. I watch anime, um, but I'm really, really like holding on because we're supposed to make continuations of the series and they have their own studio in Paramount Plus. I'm not sponsoring Paramount Plus. I'm just like, I'm just like waiting for them to put something out. Yeah, that'd be cool. So. That'd be cool. Cool. Yeah, I also like to answer these questions, and my answer is not nearly as profound. You know, uh, I like Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. That's a that good was like one. my favorite I show. Love that one too. That one, Ed, Ed and Eddie, I would sit there anytime it would come on, I would just watch it. Those are my shows. I don't, uh, they're just funny and dumb, and I like things that are dumb. Now, I will say SpongeBob is like in the second running. Sp- SpongeBob is, is but, iconic. But none of that new shit. Yeah. Like, it's all just season one through season five and nothing else. <laughs> really? Oh, there's good episodes in the new stuff, too, man. They're I don't still watch good. They're still good. I understand what you're saying. There's some classic episodes that I'll still quote. You know what I mean? With the old SpongeBob. That's how I talk. Stuff. I will talk to people in SpongeBob references, That's but good. they <laughs> don't well, get it. You don't need the kind of negativity in your life. If they don't understand the SpongeBob, just get them out of your life. You don't need that. They're bringing you That's down. That's a red flag. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a red flag. That's right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. This has been uh, this has been super fun. I had a great time. Um, if you're out there and you want to come and talk to me about spirits and wizards and whatever we just talked about, please do. Um, I have a website. It's uh, www.bitterandjadedpodcast.com or you can email
email me directly at bitterandjadedpodcast at gmail.com. It goes directly to my phone, and um, we can sort some out. It's it's super easy and super fun. I kind of half wrote something with for Jacob just because I knew the kind of person he was, just a little bit that I've interacted with him. But um, it's it's just the most fun. I love doing this, and I want to do it forever. So if you're out there and you're like, man, I could probably talk to that goofball for a while, please talk to this goofball for a while because I need guests. I want to do this for the rest of my life. I have so much fun. So um, I'm going to end this. I do this thing that I like to do in every episode. Um, <clears throat> it's called Musical Musings because I like to add weird names to things. Um, and I listen to music all the time. All I ever do, if you see me, I'm listening to music. I'm talking about music. I'm thinking about music. We talked about going to shows. That's like a religious experience for me. Um, so what I'll do is I'll hear a song and they'll say something funny or weird or interesting and I'll write it down. And my phone is full of nonsense. Um, this is one actually from... Uh, my uh, wife's favorite artist. Uh, we, I'm actually wearing a shirt right now, which this is unplanned. Um, but uh, his name is Amigo the Devil. Uh, but no, most of his songs are like really dark and sad, and they make you like feel things. They also he also write songs about serial killers, which are also like awesome. He puts on he, on stage is electric, um, and 90 percent of his songs make you want to cry. And it's just he's really really good. But this song's kind of dumb. Um, it's called 24 Karat Casket, um, and he's uh, <laughs> basically talking about how it doesn't matter how much money you have. Uh, cause we're all going to die. <laughs> um, but the quote is, uh, everyone says money can't buy happiness. And so far in my life, I'll agree, but it seems a lot more comfortable to cry in a Lamborghini, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's just like, check him out. I'm going to put this on the playlist as well. But, uh, he's just wacky and weird and just, man, if you want to cry, there's like three songs that I can't hear without being like, I'm going to cry right now. And like, I'll be doing normal things. I'll be living my normal life. Nothing sad. And I'll put the song on and be like, <gasps> You know, it gets me. So check him out. His name is Amigo the Devil. But um, again, thank you, Jacob, for coming on. Uh, this is super, super fun. And um, I guess I'll talk to you later. Okay, bud? All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> get so somber at the end. <laughs>